What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. This is the rapid fire portion of my conversation with Brady Swenson, the host and creator of the Citizen Bitcoin podcast. If you want to hear more of a general discussion between Brady and I, that episode is available now as well. That's it. Enjoy. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, what is money? Um, money represents the value of a person's time and is the means for that value to be exchanged for goods or services. If you had to explain Bitcoin to your grandmother or someone over 80, what would you say? Uh, Bitcoin is the future of money. What is the primary reason why Bitcoin is important or interesting to you? Well, this one's definitely changed over time, but I'd say right now the primary reason Bitcoin's interesting to me are what we talked about a lot in, in the further discussion part of the episode. Um, the secondary effects of the adjustment of a person's time preference um, that Bitcoin, as the soundest money ever created, inspires in people. Um, like we talked about, you know, being more thoughtful about the future, more disciplined, more productive, healthier, uh, just ge- being a better person in general. Um, I think those are just profound effects of that time preference adjustment. And that's super interesting to me right now. And I've been really inspired by that. What does the quote-unquote sovereign individual mean to you? Uh, Personal responsibility. How long after you first heard of Bitcoin did you start learning more about it and purchase it? If you're comfortable saying. Uh, It's probably about, I'd say probably five years after I first heard about it that I really started to learn about it, which is sad to say, but (laughs) it's true. (laughs) Uh, What movie or song is most related to Bitcoin in your opinion? Well, um... I guess it's not a movie, but, you know, I guess you could consider it a movie. It's a TV show, which is kind of the movies of our time, I guess. Um, Mr. Robot uh, deals explicitly with, with Bitcoin and like a corporate coin like Libra or XRP uh, and kind of the end of the Keynesian cult's rule <laughs> over over our money. So I, I think that's a really interesting show. I love it. Speaking of XRP, did you catch the uh, interview with Pomp and Garlinghouse? I I did. I did. What did you think about that? Um, I, I mean, you know, I, I was disappointed a bit that he was, you know, kind of given that platform. Because Pom, Pom's platform is huge. Um, I think there wasn't, like, kind of sufficient pushback to a lot of Garlinghouse's claims. And I think he, you know, he's he's a great... He's a great CEO for Ripple because he's, you know, sounds very reasonable. Um, and I just, I think, you know, there's probably some damage done on that front. Uh, and also, like, I'm a little pissed off that that uh, Brad Garlinghouse is a Jayhawk. <laughs> he's, he's, he's from the University of Kansas. He graduated from the University of Kansas, oh. <laughs> which uh, was my alma mater. And, you know, I still live in this college <laughs> town. And so that's disappointing to me. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh favorite movie clip or rant of all time well there's this scene in the movie waking life by richard linklater i think it came out in like early 2000s uh really cool movie and i was i haven't seen it for a long time but i was reminded of it talking to Gigi on that episode the other day and i so i mentioned it on that episode there's this scene i'll send you the link to it so you can put it in the show notes but there's a scene where the main character he he just kind of like walks between this conversation and conversation uh, sort of in this waking dream that he's in sort of uh, so the main character is sitting down at a coffee shop with this like crazy like 
uh, crazy haired professor, you know, looks kind of like an Einstein like character. And he's just like talking super fast. And it's this idea has stuck with me for a long time. And I think about it uh, that we're living through this right now. But he talks about the evolution of the organism in three ways. He talks about it like biological, anthropological, and cultural. And what we've seen over time is like the evolution of population. So like 2 billion years, it took 2 billion years for life itself to sort of evolve. And then like 6 million years for the hominid to evolve. And then 100,000 years for like mankind to evolve from the hominid, mankind as we know it. And he calls it the telescopic nature of evolution. And then you have like the agricultural, uh, you know, stage was like 10,000 years. Scientific revolution is like 400 years. Industrial revolution, another 150. And then he talks about this new evolution and all of that telescopic evolution is sort of leading to this sort of, uh, some people call it the singularity, uh, this, this point in time. And this new evolution that will happen in our lifetime um, will stem from information, digital and analog, AI and biology, and we'll knit the two together with like the, like neurobiology. And in the new paradigm, um, will exist as like this uh, mutually supportive grouping. Like it's evolution will become like an individually centered process that emanates from the needs and desires of the individual, and it won't be like a passive process where the individual is sort of at the whim of the collective, right? Um, the, 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 the classical idea of, of uh, Darwin's evolution. Um, and then this sort of intelligence, will pile on this intelligence and we'll reach this crescendo um, and we'll have the amplification of the individual. The individual will no longer be restri restricted by time and space. Um, the old evolution, the, the idea is like the old evolution is kind of this cold, sterile, efficient process. Um, parasitism, dominance, the values of war, morality. And then those will be subject, those like values will be subject to de-evolution or, or de-emphasis. And like the new evolutionary paradigm will give us, like emphasize the human traits of loyalty and justice and freedom and all of those, you know, uh, positive things. So it's, it's a very like optimistic view of the, the, the idea of the singularity. And it's stuck with me for a long time. And the idea that we're living through it right now and, and that Bitcoin's a part of that. And I, you know, I get to be a part of, of Bitcoin at this early stage is like, super exciting as we've been talking about this whole episode Jeez, yeah fuck that sounds amazing <laughs> what, what was the the book you got it it's called waking life waking and it was life. it's sort of a it's kind of like a cult classic i guess you could call it um really really cool movie this dude in texas richard linklater he's he's made some other movies too um what's that one with i think he made that one with um uh oh man name's escaping me right now uh but you know like um that dude, he's like, oh, you'd be a whole lot cooler if you did. You have any weed on you? He's like, no. Oh, you'd uh, be a whole lot. Cooler days and confused, isn't it? Days and confused. I think he directed Days and Confused too. Right. So he's got some other like popular movies out there. But this was sort of his personal like passion project, uh, and he's you know just a really, uh, you know, curious dude, a really smart guy, and he wrote this this movie, and it's sort of like it's animated. So they they shot it. With with you know video footage and then they have like something like forty different animators use different styles and they kind of like drew over the video footage and so it's got this really like trippy animation it changes from scene to scene uh, it's just a really cool movie everyone wow. should go watch Wake yeah yeah I'll have to check it out for sure uh, can Bitcoin be stopped if so what is Bitcoin's biggest vulnerability if not why not 
I think short of some change to the laws of physics <laughs> or the extinction of humanity, I, I don't think Bitcoin can be stopped at this point. I mean, the like we talked earlier, the extent to which it succeeds could be debatable. You know, I have certain convictions on, on, on that extent. And I think it will be, you know, the, the one money, uh, that we, that we have for humanity eventually. Um, I think, you know, given some other catastrophe besides those two <laughs> based, you know, very unlikely, uh, scenarios, I'd say, you know, we could, we can reboot the system. We have a copy of the ledger, the redundancy of which ensures its survival. What was your most recent aha or level up in your understanding of Bitcoin? Something you learned recently? Yeah, I got to go back to the idea of the follow-on effects of time preference adjustment. And, like, I, I kind of understood that idea, uh, you know, reading through some Austrian economics texts and, and Bitcoin standard, et cetera. But uh, I think I've really begun to experience personally, experience it personally recently. And so it's really sunk in on kind of a, a deeper level. And it's, you know, what I've been thinking about a lot in terms of, of Bitcoin lately. When, if ever, do you think the first central bank will start adding Bitcoin to the reserves, and will they even exist in 20 years? I mean, I'd be surprised if it weren't happening already. Uh, probably via, like, via mining, uh, since it's the most private way to, pro to procure Bitcoin, um, most anonymous way. Um, it doesn't affect the spot price, because um, you know, it doesn't need to be bought. So it's you know, kind of a quiet way to accumulate. I, I would, I mean, I'm sure it's happening at this point. I, I would be really surprised if it wasn't. I, I think governments will simply abandon central banks, you know, and move to a Bitcoin-based economy eventually. Uh, I think, you know, once it happens, you know, to, I, I, the first one will sort of trigger like a crescendo of of. Uh, you know, central banks um, just being deprecated, basically. Um, it, you know, t 20 years, it's hard to, it's hard to tell, it's hard to call. Like, I think we'll, it, uh, that'll be like right around the time that it will be happening. Uh, and I think we could see like a central bank, like, like, the, like the Federal Reserve might persist longer than any other central bank that's kind of like, you know, the, the final boss, the Federal Reserve and the Bank for International Settlements are sort of the, the final boss for Bitcoin. And, and I think those will be kind of the last two standing in that, in that battle. Biggest mistake you've made with Bitcoin? <laughs> uh, Shitcoins. How do you feel about Satoshi Nakamoto, Bitcoin's creator being anonymous and the coins that he likely controls? Well, I think, I think Satoshi's anonymity is crucial to Bitcoin. And I think it's clear that Satoshi thought the same. Uh, I believe that Satoshi intended for his coins as early mining rewards to be left untouched forever. Um, I think that the keys were destroyed. I think Satoshi probably destroyed those keys and that, yeah, they're just not accessible. Most controversial or contrarian view or opinion, if none on Bitcoin, any subject is okay? Um, man, I... <laughs> I think Bitcoin itself is a controversial and contrarian opinion at this point. Uh, I mean, it's still really early. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we have to consider it contrarian still at this point. Well, what would be contrarian to Bitcoiners? Do you have anything in that vein? Uh, um, I don't know if I do. Um, one idea that I think may be gaining a little bit more traction, but I and I first heard it from Pierre Rochard, 
is that every UTXO on the base layer will be either the opening or closing of a lightning channel at some point in the future. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, ballpark estimate, excuse me, of Bitcoin's price in five years. Uh, uh, I'll say, well, I was going to say like somewhere between 500,000 and a million. So we'll just like split the difference and say 750,000. Do you have a morning routine? If so, what is it? Yeah, I do. Um, there's, it's, it's kind of different between the school year and the summer. Um, so like right now we're in the school year, so I get up around six. Uh, I, you know, hang out with my dog, listen to some calm music, um, maybe stretch a little bit. Then I start making breakfast. I wake up my kids and my wife and we have some breakfast and then I get the kids off to school. I go straight to the gym uh, and I either swim or lift uh, depending on the day and hit the steam room. Steam room is huge. Uh, it's like kept me like well, like all, like uh, through winters here. Um, uh, I don't get respiratory like colds anymore really, especially in the winter time. Uh, and I think it's great for circulation and just um, like general mood and like fires up my brain. And then, you know, I get to the office and start working or I go home and work, uh, like by nine or nine thirty. Nice. How do you define success? Um, I think, and this is hard to do, but I think, uh, being present to enjoy the feelings of satisfaction or contentment or happiness, uh, for myself and, uh, of my friends and family. Has that been uh, impacted, i.e. made easier via Bitcoin? Um, m maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think Bitcoin's really affected yet my ability to be present necessarily. Um, I think you know, like I said, it's been. It's more like along the lines of, you know, saving, uh, being more responsible in that regard, more disciplines. Uh, which has led to me being healthier, that discipline. That, that morning routine has really been instilled uh, over the past couple of years because of a desire to be more productive, you know. Um, but, yeah, as far as being present, I think that's more of like a, uh, you know, a mental or spiritual challenge. Um, and I'm not sure Bitcoin really touches that. Did you hear uh, Trace Mayer talk about how he uses like gold to focus his mind? Like it helps him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and like he can, you can pet it and it focuses. He says, yeah. like you can pet your gold and it focuses your mind, you know? And he was yeah, really man, I, got into laughed, it for a few minutes. I laughed minutes. out loud at that. I looked at that. I laughed out loud at that. That was hilarious. Just imagine like Trace like sitting in like, you know, like some kind of cross legged position, like it, back straight up and he's just like petting his gold and meditating <laughs> yeah like a big a big bar of gold right in front of him on his lap yeah yeah um most impactful <laughs> book you've ever read oh i would say the bitcoin standard at this point because that was just like right at my kind of inflection points in my conviction about bitcoin uh before that uh moby dick i read that in college and had a great professor uh, I, I took an entire course, entire semester on that book, uh, and it was just an absolute work of genius. Uh, and it's it's talk about rabbit holes. Like you can read that book and like all of the references and allusions that it makes to 
all of the um, like great works of humanity are, are in there. So you could just use that as a kind of a start, a jumping off point into, you know, just studying all of humanities and philosophy and, and just everything basically. Awesome. Uh, go to yeah. place to learn more about Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin Twitter. That's, that's the, I think Bitcoin education just kind of branches off from there. It's all, it's all shared there. It's all announced there. It's, you know, distilled there. Uh, you know, the drafts are usually, uh, of like medium articles and books sort of, you know, start organically on Twitter and explored there on Twitter and, and you get feedback and then people distill them into amazing contributions to the growing library of Bitcoin education. <laughs> totally. Uh, what is one piece of advice or something you could tell people that if they want to up their game regarding Bitcoin or really anything, but what's, uh, what's one piece of advice you would give to, to people? Um, I, I mean, I just say be, be curious, be intellectually curious, um, read a lot, listen to podcasts, listen to audiobooks. I, I use audio a, a ton. I'd say, you know, if you are not at a point in your life where you have a lot of time to yourself to read, I, I love reading. Uh, and I, just the act of reading, I think is, um, a, you know, better than, than the sort of more passive, um, experience of, of audio or audio books. But um, I love the audio format because it allows me to, you know, just read, quote unquote, read so much more. Um, I listen to it at the gym. I listen to it in the morning, like mornings while I'm making breakfast and stuff like I mentioned, doing yard work, um, walking my dog, uh, you know, like pushing my kids on the swing, which, you know, like I have a, I have my my son will just like swing for like literally like two hours if you let him. So I'll take him over to the park and it just like totally chills him out. It's one of his things. And so, uh, we'll go there and I'll turn on some music or an audio book for him to listen to and I'll stick an earbud in and, and, and listen to Bitcoin podcasts and just push him on this, <laughs> uh, things like that. It's just, yeah, driving, you know, all that. So it's just, it's a great, uh, way to be, to, to take in a lot more, uh, information and content. Yep. Uh, what is one question you'd like to see added to this list? Oh yeah, I remember this question now, and I I, I wanted to prepare something for it, but I forgot to do that. Um, <laughs> I would say, um, what are maybe what are the three most impactful podcast episodes you've listened to? Bitcoin podcast episodes. Um, yeah, I I think it's. You know, people recommend podcasts in general all the time, uh, but we don't surface great episodes as much. Um, I'm kind of working on a, a way to make that a little easier for everyone. But uh, yeah, I, I like to ask people not just what podcasts they love to listen to, but what particular episodes like stand out in their memory. What are your three? Um, Put you on the spot. Yeah. So a recent one that I think goes on the all-time classics list is the noted podcast with warren davidson who's a representative in u.s congress he's the guy that um i think will go down in history for entering the word shitcoin into, into the congressional record um and i think i mean i think that was kind of a, a milestone for bitcoin podcasts uh, to have a, a member of of the united states congress on and talking about bitcoin um, that's a first as far as I know. Um, I listened to that, that was, today. It was, it was, yeah. I came off and I actually tweeted. I was like, well, that's encouraging. I just couldn't believe that this is the way yes. a congressman was talking about it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And Michael and and Pierre did a fantastic job on that. Yeah. Um, the well, the Murad and Masir Mamadov episodes on Pomp with Pomp were amazing. Those definitely stick out in my mind. Um, there's a ton of TFTC episodes that were formative for me um, through twenty, like early 2018, late 2017. Um, one that I think doesn't get as much like uh, recognition, but I really loved, was one with uh, Matt O'Dell and John Dilly, uh, Johnny Dilly, who's I think might be working at Blockstream now, or at least did in the past, the recent past. Um, just like one of those polymaths that Trace talks about, I think, and um, just has really unique insights, I think, about Bitcoin, the way he phrases things, the way he thinks about things. Um, and that was sort of, uh, I think, uh, one of the episodes where Matt O'Dell really put himself on the TFDC map. I don't, I don't think they were doing rabbit hole recap yet at that point, or maybe they had just started. But, I mean, he drops a ton of wisdom in that episode as well. So that one sticks out in my mind. Nice. All right, word association time. You know the drill. Okay. Satoshi Nakamoto. Genius. Government. Oversized. <laughs> Hash rate. Security. The individual. Solitary. Security. Hash rate. <laughs> Ego. Self. Greed. Excess. Stacking sats. Tithing. Fiat currency. Theft. Guns. Um, important. Citizen Bitcoin. Fun. <laughs> Altcoins. Scams. Pizza. Tempting. <laughs> Socialism. Uh, naive. Family. Paramount. Trump. Mm, clown. Future. Bitcoin. Libra. Joke. Gold. <laughs> Petable. <laughs> and Bitcoin. Life. Brady, man, this was awesome. Thank you so much yeah. for uh, for granting me the time and coming on. I uh, I knew it was going to be fun. I was excited all day, but it, it over-delivered as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that was a great time, man. It was awesome. Um, really great to meet you. I've Like I said earlier, I've been really... Really digging your podcast. I think you're putting out uh, a high-quality product, and I hope everyone, uh, if they haven't subscribed yet, uh, does that right now. Well, thank you, man, and I feel exactly the same way with your pod. Been a fan for uh, a long time, and uh, yeah, I love your work, so you, you keep it up as well. Do you, I mean, do you want to direct anyone who's not familiar with your stuff uh, to any of your destinations? Yeah, the podcast website is citizenbitcoin.world. Uh, and I'm on Bitcoin Twitter at Citizen Bitcoin. So those are really just the two things you need. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, there's a great archive in there that's uh, grown uh, into, I think, um, just a lot of fun, uh, informational, bullish podcasts. A lot of awesome um, guests. Really awesome guests. Good, great guest list. And yeah, uh, yeah it's just going to keep going. I've got one with Hass McCook coming up this week. Um, oh, that's going to be a bullish one. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to get Gigi and Hass back to back because I I heard from both of them that they had a, uh, well Hass Hass put it on your podcast I think that they made sweet music together in yeah. in Rico. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I heard that and I was already planning to talk to Gigi and I was like just wrote Hass I was like all right man I got to follow up my talk with Gigi with you apparently so. 
Uh, when I spoke to them, they were working on something that they couldn't reveal. So I don't know when, when, the, uh, when the big reveal is coming, but I'm sure it'll be interesting. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Anyways, man, again, thank you so much. And uh, I look forward to meeting in, in Meet Space someday. But until then, uh, take care of yourself. And uh, yeah, all the best. All right. Appreciate it, man. Take care. All right, brother. Later. Later.